Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Hey guys, welcome to the Working Class Bowhunter Podcast. It is episode 452, I think. Uh, <laughs> Question mark. We are kind of in shambles. Um, <laughs> we are in our new studio. We've been working on our new studio. The shoot is coming up this weekend. We just got back from Bear Camp. We just got back from Bear Camp. Uh, <laughs> things are a little crazy for us. And as, as good as it is to be busy and have all this crazy stuff going on, we're looking forward to the shoot having a good time there of course mm-hmm. but then getting the studio done and be able to get back on our schedule and do the episodes we want to do and deep dive on things we want to do and get things done the way we want to move forward on right. this new studio like we're all very overwhelmed especially what's been happening with me lately and just everything that's going on shit since the beginning of this year it's been in shambles it seems like it's been in shambles yeah, yeah. it's been crazy as as much as i don't want to say it like bring, i i i like 2021 a lot better than or 2020 than 2021 like Everyone hated 2020. Yeah. I want it back, to be honest. But, uh, no, we have the Working Class Bowhunter shoot coming up this weekend. If you're listening to Real Time, we'll see you in a couple of days, I hope. Uh, So, a lot of questions. Registrations from 7 a.m. to 2 p.m. You just have to be on the course by then. You don't have to pre-register. Show up. You can get out there. Just start shooting. You just have Mm -hmm. to be on the course by 2 Yep. The after party starts at Jigs's Tavern in Alexis, Illinois, 7 p.m. Oh, boy. Um, we're going to have live music. Uh, OSB band is playing. They do a lot of, like, Childers covers and stuff like that, all the good stuff. And then Kyle Weeder from Adren- Adrenaline, Logan Weeder, his son, is going to be playing afterwards. And he's does a lot of kick-ass blues, rock and roll stuff. So Hell yeah. we're going to have... Uh, sandwiches and all that stuff there. Let's just say it's going to be a good time. It's going to be a a damn good time. It's going to be a wild time. We're hoping to see you there. Um, What else? Any other announcements? Uh, I think that's it for now. We we do have... I have the details for Bear Camp for 2022 in Wyoming for this camp that you're hearing on these episodes that are coming in the next week. Um, Slots are limited because Trey wants to do a more focused camp, and we're giving the people who booked this past year... Um, a chance to rebook for this year. Mm-hmm. Now that won't be the case for every year, 
but for this year, that's what we're doing. Yep. So I think there's two slots available. I think those might be getting booked, but there is false slots available. Um, and Trey is consistently running the baits from these episodes until fall. So I think he has two weeks. I'll get the dates on the actually, hold on. Let me check. I might have it in my notes. Uh, nope. Hold on a second. Stand by everybody. How you guys doing? This doing after great. party though at the shoot, man. Gonna be wild. It is gonna be wild. All right, for this Looking fall, that. September fifteenth through the nineteenth, and the twenty first to the twenty fifth. Uh, that is the fall slots. He's taking two people each week. If you have that open and want to kill a fall bear in Wyoming in the mountains, a true backcountry adventure. It's uh, it's pretty damn amazing. Mm-hmm. So hit us up. We'll get you in contact with Double Diamond Outfitters Trey and Live, and we can get you a booking form and get you out there. It is worth every penny it's worth the experience and look at it this way uh well you're gonna go buy a new truck you're gonna go buy a dirt bike well you can wreck that thing it's gone tomorrow nobody can take experiences from you that's so, right something to think about um, Hell yeah brother <laughs> but uh the fall or uh, next spring will be may 16th through the 20th i think there's two spots available um <coughs> so we'll see if that books up or not <coughs> excuse me um but yeah that's a good a good Damn good time. Uh, but also, you know, he does a lot more than bear hunts. He does muley hunts, elk hunts, all that stuff, too. Mountain lion. Mountain lion. You get a mountain t- cougar. There's a, there's a good mountain cougar story coming down the pipe for you guys. <laughs> um, let's get to some business. Uh, the podcast is presented by HHA Sports. Um, of course, love our HHAs. I got my remedy set up last night, and I bet you I was dialed in out to 60 and 6 arrows. Yeah, you were... Basically hitting that sticker at 60 yard already. Doug showed up as I, I dialed in my 20. And what you do is like so to get the most distance out of your yardage wheel, there's a rail in the front that your site housing slides on. You site your 20 in with that. And then basically I was like, well, I'm going to walk right back to 60 and just see. And I have enough experience with HHAs. I'm like, I'm probably in that 50 something number on my yardage tape. And I was like kind of right in the money. So yep. threw, threw some arrows down there. And it's like, man, how what other brand can you just be like? sling a few arrows step back and then you're like okay i'm good i just gotta put my sight tape on now my last four bows have been between that 55 and 58 area yeah right went, in there i went straight to 55 yep is where i went yeah i just same draw length same arrows same poundage yep. you know it's, it's pretty the same thing close. every year yeah i think the last two years mine's been 56 so we're all around the same oh really yeah I mean, it's great. And I think this one might be different because we've got 36. <laughs> it's a long year. <laughs> I, I, I got a big boy. A little longer. We'll get to that. Uh, code WCB15 if you want to save some coin on an HHA site of your own. Uh, podcast also brought to you by Big Time. They're title sponsoring the shoot. Yep. If you're going to be out there, you will get you you will leave with some Big Time. If, 100%. If it, if it runs out, I'll be amazed. Uh, like Judd said, if you follow us on social media, he's – uh, Joe is giving away a small farm's worth of big time. <laughs> He's giving away a small farm. I think over 50 worth. acres of seed, um, $4,000 in value in feed. And yeah, something like feed. that. That's insane. Yeah, it's nuts. Uh, code WCB2021. Yes, I think so. The code. Okay. Uh, yeah, love big time. Love them, love them, love them. I'm going to lead archery while we're on it. Talk about your bow, Doug, because that's something that doesn't get brought up a lot. Like so your style, bow. Uh, yeah, this year we went. I went a little different route. I usually shoot the the shorter axle axle bows, but uh, I went the opposite way, and um, I got the result thirty six, which is uh, definitely the biggest bow I've ever had in sour apple. 
Yeah, it's 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 pretty dirty. I'm actually really happy with the color. <laughs> that color, it's very cool. It's screaming. It's, ve- it's, <laughs> it's, it's very screaming. WCB. Yeah, you like your face. Yeah, let you know it's there. Right. Yeah, it's a little loud, but yeah. I, but I think everybody can appreciate that. But yeah, we. I mean, Ross set it up real fast, and we paper tuned it in two shots. Yeah, I think mine took oh, like yeah. two or th- yeah, two or four somewhere in there. It's so much easier when you just you know that. Uh, you turn it, and then you can go left or right the way the arrow yeah. was. Yeah, leads on on point with just basically tunability. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for I sure. Went, went home and shot three arrows, and got my twenty yards sighted in a radius. Got sighted my sixteen before the shoot. Yeah, I just got to put my tape on. I'm I'm ready yeah. to rock. You're uh, ready to go. If you want to get into an elite or anything outdoor group brand, code WCB on all their brands works. Um, I honestly, off the top of my head, don't even know how much money it is off, but. Uh, go test it. Hey, it saves you here. some money. That's all that matters. Add some shit to the cart and throw it in there. I don't That's know. That's right. <laughs> Help yourself a little. You know, I can't hold your hand the whole time. I'm trying to save you some money. Like our job's done after that. You know. That's all right. you after that. All right. <laughs> Is that like nice to say? It's like, oh well. I mean, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make a drink, right? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> you can do those all day. Um, also brought to you by Spy Point. Uh, they're doing a Father's Day special right now. Uh, we we talk about the cell link bundles we use or the cell link we use mm-hmm. those. Uh, they have a cell link bundle, two cell links, two micro SD cards. Uh, normally one hundred forty bucks, hundred dollars right now. Bingo! It's pretty damn good. Uh, they have a, a link micro LTE bundle. You get a link micro LTE uh, camera, of course, um, micro SD card, and I believe this is the it's a hundred and hundred and thirty bucks. We pulled up our uh, interwebs here. See, I'm trying. Like, I'm trying to be like professional. Yeah, no, you're, we got this. And I'm failing because our internet sucks. I'm trying to read off fifty uh, percent off all security boxes. The SB three hundred S, twenty bucks. I mean, there's some killer deals. That that uh, cell link bundle is the jam. Hundred dollars for two cell links, two mm-hmm. micro SD cards, um, and if you're gonna get that. Make sure everything's updated and use good batteries. Yep. Those are the two things pe- people think you just open. It's it's technology. Like your phone needs updated. These cameras are kind of like a cell phone. You know, check for updates. Get them updated. Put good batteries in them. That will change the game for you. Mm-hmm. Lithium batteries changes the game. Lithium battery changes the game on our recorder here. We're on our mobile recorder in the studio, and I started running lithium batteries in this, and She's rocking. I was MFing on regular batteries. We do one podcast and have to get new batteries. Um, so, yeah, check out SpyPoint, SpyPoint.com. Um, awesome people, awesome cameras. We ha- we've had excellent luck with them. And I think for the price and what they offer, I mean, if, you, if you're wanting to jump into your first cell camera, I don't really know where else you need to go. Right. You can't yeah, how, beat it. how do you beat that? Yeah. You know, do your thing. Everybody's, that's one of those, contra- like, I think cameras and, like, broadheads are pretty controversial. You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah, I agree. Everyone's got their opinion. We like Spy Point. If you don't, well, that's fine too. Um, Rogue Ridge. You know what's funny about Rogue Ridge? They uh, reshared that photo that Gator posted to me. Gator Outdoors posted to me doing like a wheelie on it, and I messaged back because I like low key kind of joked around. I'm like, they're probably just like waiting for me to snap <laughs> this thing, right? And I messaged them. I was like, uh, you guys like counting down until I break this bike, and they just were like kind of laughing about it. <laughs> I'm like, hey. Someone's got to test it, right? It hasn't broke yet. Right. <laughs> I don't Which know. is impressive because you were hitting some jumps there. <laughs> it's heavy. It's a thick old girl, man. She's a unit. <laughs> she is a unit. Well, I'll keep giving her – I'll run her through the ringer. It, it'll break like 
when I need it most, probably because right. I just beat the shit out of it for <laughs> a full year. I'll snap the forks off, hitting a log. That's what'll happen. Dragging like, a deer out. You ever seen Jackass where that dude's in? Like they dress up like old men and they're in that mobility cart, that mobility oh, yeah. scooter, and he's like going down the hill and his brakes go out. <laughs> he's like my brakes. That'll be me. Just hauling ass down the hill. That'll be, that'll be you, like on November sixth during the rut. Yeah, but, really it, need to but get it, in won't there. Be, it won't be Rogue Ridge's fault because I'm the jackass that like kicked the shit out of that thing right. for a full year and then thought it just kind of not had to pay a consequence. Just right before you crash, you're like, I deserve this. Yeah. <laughs> deserved every second of it. <laughs> I'm probably like the best and worst spokesperson for Rogue Ridge. Like they're probably like, this is great because the dude's using it. But then they're probably like, this guy's going to get hurt. Because he's dumb. Because he's an idiot. He's an idiot. Well, we're idiots. Hey, listen, I'm just trying to take leave from work. So if I can break both my collarbones on a rogue ridge and not have to go to work. You just got to get into work and then, you know, workers comp. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Workers comp. Just ride the thing to work with two broken collarbones and then slip on an oil. Yeah. John Deere don't listen Snap to this. My collarbones are definitely both broken. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it happened. Sorry, Ow. Rogue Ridge. I don't know if that's a good plug for you guys or not, but I have a lot of fun on that thing. Hey, it works. <laughs> like, what do you... It's you, something. Like, you knew what you were signing up for when you sponsored this show, so... Uh, I mean, come on, right? Like, I'm using the damn thing. I'm having a good time with it, too. That, that's the thing, too. Everyone's like, man, they're pretty expensive. I'm like, well, you're going to buy a four-wheeler, and that's loud and kind of a pain in the ass, and if you don't have a truck that can put it in the back you got to get a trailer or you just get that and it's quiet and it's fun yeah you can write about it anywhere mine folds up and goes into my back seat yeah yours does you, you, yours you does put it in fold. a car <laughs> you really you could you could yeah for sure uh the podcast also brought to you by scent crusher um i think one overlooked item from scent crusher um one the boot dryer a lot of boot people don't dryer, know they yep. have a boot dryer that has ozone built in on it. Works great. Um, especially if you got stanky boots. Like if you get wet and you don't mm-hmm. get fully dried out, especially if it's hot. Yeah, I think anyone stands. that hunts enough definitely has stinky boots. Oh, man. Oh, rubber yeah. boots? Come on. I throw them away. I run through a pair of rubber <laughs> boots every year. I try not to, but. All day. That happens. But, I mean, I think another overlooked thing uh, is the trunk. Yeah. It, mm-hmm. It's basically yep. just like a tote that has the, the ozone unit built, like the Halo Series unit on, on it. So and that's really nice if you got a bunch of shit in the back of your truck, like myself. Yeah, or tra- so, like tra- if you're going to, like, we, we use it in, in South Dakota. Yep, yep. Like, throw all our gear in it. You don't have to worry, you have to worry about, about anything smashed or anything like yeah. that. You just put the unit inside it, so yep. you don't have to worry about getting damaged and all that stuff. It's pretty pretty kick-ass. Um, Old Barn Taxidermy. Of course, love everything about Old Barn. Uh, Gator Outdoors. Um, talked about Elite Archery. And I think that leads us to our veteran shout-out, Douglas. Douglas Fur. All righty. This one is brought to you by Operation HHA USA. This was submitted by uh, Christian Roman, and the veteran is Steve Roman. He's a Marine and says, To my brother Steve for his service, he's a positive attitude in life and introducing him to hunting afar being like 10 states away. Love you, bro. And that's it. Hell yeah. Cool. Short and sweet. I like I it. I like those ones. I like it. Yeah. Uh, you got to have, you know, like you have your short ones, but then you have your lengthy ones. I don't mind a good detailed one, too. Detailed <laughs> ones are fun because I think, <laughs> it's like, oh, shit. I think people find it funny that we read 
like when they shit talk their buddy, but like yeah. jokingly, right? And then we have to read it. And then People just slap their ass off, and then like we get awkward about it, but then we just end up talking shit about their buddy too. <laughs> and there's a veteran, like we know him. Yeah, they don't take offense to that, but <laughs> yeah, and just like in reality, like we're just a bunch of pussies, and they all kick our asses to this awesome person, right? <laughs> Hopefully, like, no one comes to shoot with that. With that you can't aspect. hide behind your podcast forever. It's like shit. You're right. No, nah, we're kidding. Remember me and the veteran shout out? <laughs> no, whoops our ass. <laughs> we're kidding. We appreciate you guys. We just kidding around it's like a certain type of like yeah they have their own brotherhood but like we have our own brotherhood being hunters and shit so we can kind of do that i think or i'm just an idiot and i'm super naive and i think i can get away with things i can <laughs> either or yeah yeah well anyway thanks for submitting the veteran shout out and thank you for your service yeah thank you for your service all right let's get to the episode we blabbled enough let's Love do you. it hope you enjoy it I'm Chase Ralston with Rubline Marketing. This is Jeff Lindsay. This is Michael Pitt. Hey, everybody. It's John Dudley from Knock On TV. Hey, guys. This is Jared Scheffler from Whitetail Adrenaline. Hi, I'm Taylor Drury from Drury Outdoors. Hey, this is Nick Munt from Paul Collector. Hey, this is Melissa Blackman. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter podcast. Working class bow hunter podcast. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. You're listening to the working class bow hunter. That's right. This is the podcast for Billy Joe Lunchbucket, the working man, just like me and you. My name's Travis T. Bone Turner from the Bone Collector. Thank you for tuning in. Nobody pushes the envelope like working class bow hunter. It's really, really not that good. Working class bowhunter podcast. We are in the Wyoming mountains as we podcast. That intro seems really long when you listen to it. I haven't actually like listened through on a recording, but it gets you pumped up. Sitting here with. I'm just going to let you guys introduce yourself so listeners know your guys' voices. Um, we'll start over here. Uh, Dustin Hayden from Indiana. I like how you added that. Thank you for doing that. Joe Davis from Flint, Michigan. We're all Midwestern boys in the thick of it. Um, Eric would be on, but he is helping recover a bear right now. Hopefully. For Andy. Yeah. And he's from, I forget, Ohio too, right? No, oh, he's, he's Indiana. Indiana. All right, right. Okay. I get all, We're all from the Midwest. All the yeah. same thing, pretty much. We're all whitetail guys out here, um, basically learning that we don't know shit about anything in the West. And so, I'm really out of shape. Yeah, it wakes you up, don't it? Yes. <laughs> so you guys listen listen to the podcast, obviously, but you listen to the Bear Camp podcast when we had it open, like, hey, book the camp for this year, and you guys did. That's why you're here, which is awesome. Yeah. So I appreciate that. I know Trey and Liv appreciate that also. So let's, uh, I mean, you guys have been here a little while. Eric and I got here. Two nights ago, right? Yeah. So we we Eric and I have one hunt, one night of hunting, and you guys have what? Four, four four nights. I mean, whoever wants to go first, or we can just spitball conversation here. Um, what's what's your thoughts on it? How's the experience been? The experience has been awesome. I mean it 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 is definitely an adventure. Yeah, we we had a little rough weather. It was the, raining for and the all bears. That. Just rain, snow, ice. I mean, we had about every season out here in about one day, so... Yeah. I mean, it, it seems like it's picking up a little bit now. But we brought the good weather with us, I think. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's still... I mean, it's still been a heck of a trip, man. I mean, it's doing all the horseback riding and just 
hiking and stuff like that. I mean, it's nothing I've done before, so yeah, you really can't go wrong with it. Yeah, what do you think? I'm having the time of my life. Yeah, and I haven't seen a bear yet, and I'm still. It's the <laughs> probably the most insane experience I've ever seen. There's so much country out here. I mean, like it's like almost lost how like cowboy these guys are. Yeah, they I mean, really are. These guys are insane. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it, I tried keeping up with Trey. And you can't. I, I couldn't. Even, I'm. Dude's a mountain goat. Insane, and it's by far the best experience. If I knew tomorrow that the same results every day i would book this trip 100 out of 100 times good that's good to hear yeah. well I, I think people you know you want to kill a bear right you want to see animals and all that and, and which is what you do you see a ton of wildlife when you're out here but it's like the full blown experience from start to back it's not you know it's not a boring hunt like if you're not hunting in the morning you're still having a good time like you're in camp yeah. you're riding horses you're you're going to refresh baits and it's it's kind of a shocking experience yeah. for your first time, but this is nothing like I've known some people that do like Canadian hunts. Mm-hmm. And this is nothing to compare. Yeah, yeah, don't get me wrong; I'd like to do a Canadian oh, bear hunt. Sure. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. But this seems more without doing a Canadian hunt. This seems like more of an adventure all around, definitely. Then, because you always hear, you know, I never hear anybody say that they didn't have fun on a Canadian bear hunt. Correct. But you always hear like, uh, yeah, just kind of. Sat around, and then I went out, and then as soon as the guide left the bait, bears were just running in, yeah. which is cool. Like, mm. if you just want to kill a bear. They just have a know. lot of bears up there. Yeah. yeah, I think there's a lot more. What's cool about out here, there's it seems like there's there's wind noise. Sorry, we're literally outside, so it just adds to the the natural <laughs> ambiance. Um, but there's color phase bears out here, which yeah. is kind of neat. You know, I'm it's cool that I have a black bear from here, and I'm like, man, it's a color phase. I killed a bear in Wyoming. Most people kill their bears in Canada. Yeah. I mean, most people that you talk to in the Midwest. Yeah. yeah. I, it's a common place to go. You know? Yeah. It's closer. Yeah. Right. Technically, in some spots. But, right. But, yeah. And I mean, I think the one thing I wasn't quite expecting, and I'm, I kind of like how they let run it, you know, Trey's got no problem with you going out, helping with the baits. I mean, shit, me and him the other day went up and we decided we we're going to move a bait, and he asked me, I just grabbed the barrel and gracefully ran down the mountain with it you know <laughs> it was more like almost falling with style but yeah, yeah. you know he just he doesn't if you want to do stuff i mean he's not going to be like well no you're the hunter just sit back i he, mean he if, just want he wants i heard him say to a guy yesterday you know, wait what do you want to do in camp today you know do you want to go with us do you want to stay here do you want to yeah. whatever's fun to you yeah yeah you yeah. know which is cool there's no problem staying at camp and helping out doing firewood or you know yeah. just relaxing this is a vacation but yeah there's two aspects you can do with it you can do you can make this trip as little as you want to do or as much as you want to do like if you want to nap that's what's cool about it like if you want to nap during the day and just get your energy back and kind of just enjoy the mountain air you can nap yeah and then get up and go hunt so i mean that's what's cool i mean i'm sure a lot of outfitters are that way but trey's so relaxed that's like oh you want to go help us with this and get the experience like come along we'll saddle up a horse and you can go Yeah, Man, he, he's crazy to follow on a horse. I mean, it's... <laughs> I was a little more comfortable this year than I was last year on horses. I mean, for good reason. Like, I, I, yeah. I knew what to expect. But, you know, they're nice, too. Like, if you're nervous around horses, they're going to get you a good horse. Yeah. And they're not going to get you some, like, rookie horse that's sketchy. Yeah. Um, but... It's it's the wild west out here, man. You get up in the mountains on the horse and you look out and it's just like breathtaking. It's nuts. 
yeah. I mean, the views out here are just insane. Mm-hmm. I mean, like where I hunted last night, you're going up this trail, and you just look over and just nothing but snow-capped mountains off in the distance. Yep. You know, it is unbelievable. It is awesome. You know, then you're coming out, and it's pretty well dark, but you can still see those snow caps. Yeah. I mean, it's just awesome to see. Yeah, it's hard. Like, pictures don't do it justice. I'm, like, trying to take pictures and video. It's like, man, you had to come out and experience yeah. it. Yeah. But I don't know. That's... I'm glad you guys came out and are doing. I mean, there's still a couple nights left to hunt. You guys could kill bears tonight, yeah. you know. And I hope. Yeah, uh, I mean, they're going to they're going to recover a bear. I'm, I mean, they're not back yet, so I'm assuming they're quartering up a bear. Yeah, yeah. Um, he shot one last night. I guess it's a pretty good bear. That's what he was saying. He said he had he had another one come in and was like ten yards from him. Yeah, and it, it we'll probably podcast with off. him tonight. But he yeah something that came in and then yeah. It was crazy because he was on the ground too, and that's crazy. Yeah, that makes it cooler. Yeah, especially if it's a real big bear, just adds. Yeah, I shot it on the ground. Yeah, yeah. I hunted on the ground last night, and I just, I'm a tree stand guy. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? But it would be, it just be. I, I was kind of like, I want to hold out for a bear, maybe a little bigger than the one I shot last year. But when I was sitting on the ground. I'm like, this might be an any bear type of hunt just to say i did it on the ground you know yeah it's a little uh up close because like that bait i was on the one of the best spots to sit you're you're 12 15 yards yeah i mean you're you're right up next to it it's in the wheelhouse oh yeah i was 19 did you guys because you guys went there this morning and hung a stand where i sat last night did you see where i was sitting uh Uh, there's like a big i had all the leaves kicked out so i could like i made like a shelf because it's on a hill i was like downhill from the bait and I don't know. I just always feel so exposed. Yeah, I I, I don't think we we're too far from where you're sitting on the ground where yeah. we hung that stand. Yeah. So, yeah, well, especially with bears because they just come out of nowhere and they just come from any direction. And they're quiet. Oh yeah. That's what I was so surprised with last year. Is like they slip in on you. You think like a big, big pawed bear would make some noise coming in, but they breaking don't. sticks and yeah. everything else coming through. They don't. I mean, that's what I was, I was like trying to listen for that because your visibility is real low when you're on the ground. So I'm like trying to listen for one coming in. And then I have, I don't know how, I mean, I'm sure we all have the same Midwestern. The squirrels here are smaller Mm -hmm. and they sound like little squeaker dog toys when they're barking at you. I had squirrels going nuts. Yeah. And I'm like, there's either a bear coming or they see me. And it was a pine martin no. getting into the barrel, taking bait out of the barrel. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the squirrels around here are just as annoying as the ones at home. Yeah. Maybe more annoying. Because <laughs> I had one bark at me for like an hour last night. Just sat there about 10 feet above me in a tree, staring right down at me and just barked <laughs> the entire time. I'm like wanting to throw sticks at it to like get it out of here. And I was like, come on, man. It's like, I'm trying to do something here. Yeah. Yeah. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if that I'm sure that would alarm a bear. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like deer, they pay attention to that stuff. Yeah. But I've also seen squirrels bark at deer when deer come in, too. So I don't know how much that would actually scare a bear or scare a deer, like a squirrel picking you off. I don't know. I mean, a bear is so much bigger than that squirrel. I don't think the bear would probably care, but I... I don't know anything about it, so who yeah, knows? <laughs> that's the difference, too, is, you know, a white a, a whitetail is not a predator. A bear is a predator. So I wonder if they're just less relaxed, or more relaxed, I mean, when it comes to, like, a rodent alarmed on something. Right. And there's so much stuff that triggers squirrels around here, you know, pine martens, foxes, and coyotes. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot more predators than, than back home. That's yeah. a good point. Isn't it crazy to think about, like, what animals they have here to hunt? Because at home, what do we have? We have turkeys. We got whitetails. 
and then we have you know coyote if you're into that. Yeah, I mean, biggish game. I mean, yeah. I, turkey's not considered a big game. It's just kind of <laughs> something to do in the off season. But out here, there's mountain lions, bears, mule deer, elk, wolves, wolves, coyotes, antelope. I'm sure I'm missing one. There's whitetails probably on the eastern part of the state. Yeah, um, they, everything's here. Right. Yeah. Yeah, they got the rams and moose and yeah. Forget about that too. Yeah, that seems so far out of my realm that I didn't even like register on it. (laughs) Yeah, we were on a a pretty big mountain uh, the other day, and there was a dozen of sheep, and it was just like, like I never thought I would ever like see something like that. How close were you? Oh, we were, man, next ridge. So I I would say like at least twelve or twelve hundred yards away. Yeah. we were at nine eight, so it was pretty breathtaking. I mean, I've been here for like two or three days before I seen that, and I was mm-hmm. like, I seen the mountains. It's, yeah, you can't see nothing. Then you go that high, and you're just like, it's just, it's not more. And then there's herds of elk and everything. So that's. I was talking to Trey. I think we were in the truck with Trey. I'm like, you been, ever been on top of that mountain? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm like, what about that one? Yeah, I've been on every mountain from here to jackson <laughs> yeah i, I don't nuts. doubt it either because the guide i've been running around with brandon uh, he said the same thing you know he points at every mountain he goes yeah i had my horse up there had my horse up there he goes i've rode all the way across those and i'm sitting here thinking like how do you get a horse up there like i couldn't even get myself up there let alone an animal i know it and having access to good horses out here is a game changer oh. and that's what i think and i don't know what other outfits do out here but I would think that sets like double diamond ahead a little bit is that I, they have I, good horses. I don't think I've seen any outfitters running horses. No. I just side by sides. Oh really? So, I'm, I'm sure there is some, but, but once you get to a trailhead, you ain't getting a side by side up to No, some, you can't. No. You gotta get off and beat I'm, feet. You can cover a lot of ground with those horses. I mean, oh man. It is it is crazy how fast and how far you can go in and you don't even realize it. You know, oh, yeah. you'll be in a couple miles in you're no, fine in no time. Right. You know, yeah. Well, that's I was thinking that too. We were going over refreshing some baits and checking cameras yesterday during the day, and like we'd hit a big hill, and I'd be like, "Oh, I'd be dead after that hill." You know what I mean? Because then you go yeah. down a valley, and they hit another hill. You go down a valley, hit another. I mean, they're not hills; they're fucking mountains. And then you're you're so far back in there. If you were be, if you were on foot, a midwestern oh, yeah. guy would be dying. Oh, well, and sometimes we get dropped off at night, and then we have to hike out, and you're just like. Oh my gosh! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. It's like the hike I had just last night, man. It's not that bad, but man, I was fucking dead by the time I got out. Oh, yeah. yeah, I mean, most of it's like a like a trail, like oh, a yeah. like a road. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it's just a couple spots where you got to kind of dive bomb the, down the mountain. Yeah, I, I hit the bottom. I'm sitting here sucking air like you wouldn't believe it. Like, this <laughs> oh, is ridiculous. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there's less air. I don't know what what elevation is our camp at. Do you guys know? Like seven two, I think. Yeah. somewhere in there. Which I don't, it's not terrible, but I mean, quickly. I mean, you get up on top of that mountain we're looking at right now. I mean, you're that's eight something. Yeah. Oh, probably. <laughs> yeah, you know. I mean, what do you say? This mountain here, you can get. Was it this mountain or is it down further? It's at about ten thousand feet. You can get that's, cell service. That's mount or that's brass. Yeah, brass. You can get it. Yeah, Th- not this one right here. Right, it's it's behind the it. tall, tall one. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. brass behind it. Yeah, yeah, it's like yeah. The fact that you can get cell service just because you're ten thousand feet in the air <laughs> is ridiculous. That is, yeah. I mean, in reach is a lifesaver out here, but it's kind of cool being this far off grid. You know what I mean? Oh like, yeah. You just you can't get this far off grid at home. You know what really surprises me? How much I actually use Google in my everyday life, and then how many times you go to grab your phone out here and you just go, oh, 
Yeah. I can't. Yeah. I don't I know. I can't that, look that up right now. I can't. I don't know what that answer is. Well, I think we talked about this on a podcast last year in camp. Me and Ross got in a very friendly argument about the stars, oh. about <laughs> what was the Little Dipper and what was the Big Dipper. And we were like arguing, not not really arguing yeah. about it, but um, we had enough Crown Royal to where it made it cause an argument. Um, and we couldn't look it up. Like, well, I guess we'll see when we get back in town who's right. And I, yeah. don't, I don't know. I don't know. I think we were, we both agreed to disagree that we were both right and wrong at the same time. <laughs> so that yeah, is funny to think about. Well, even just like a simple text. Yeah. You know, if you don't have an inReach or uh, what's that? I can't remember the name of that damn thing Eric bought. Zolio. The Zolio is. It's yeah. a, uh, the inReach. Because yeah. you bought the big inReach. Which one's that? Uh, the Explorer. The Explorer Plus. Okay. I have the inReach Mini, which is great. You yeah. can text and like drop your. I think coordinates and do yeah. tracking and stuff. Eric bought that Zolio box off Amazon. I think it's new because when I looked these up, it wasn't around last year when I bought it. Or if it was, it just wasn't. No one knew about it. Yeah, hundred fifty bucks, and it seems like it's better than the Enreach. I, I think the texts go quicker because I yeah I hear them guys. They can they're actually having full blown conversations. Sometimes my text will take thirty minutes, and then I get the message back from my wife. Yeah, and she sent it like twenty minutes ago. So I was like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's better than not having it for sure. But for yeah. half the price, I'm like, man, Enreach is going to be in trouble, or Garmin's going to be in trouble. Yeah. They're going to have to do something about it, it, you know. Yeah, it was on sale. For, I think one one fifty on Bass Pro Shop or something. Yeah, like and then I think you get there's like a twenty dollar app that goes with it, and then you I think you get your plan from there. Well, like the Enreach for anyone listening who doesn't have one, it's basically it's it's a I mean, what the hell is it? It's not really a GPS unit. It's more of just like a satellite texting yeah. device, so yeah. you can at least talk to your family and update them. But three hundred fifty bucks, and it's got like an SOS button. So if like you're by yourself and you broke a leg or something, now with the mini, does it link to your phone? Like if you hit track, it'll track like where you've been. And I then believe you can look so. At your phone. I believe so. I'm gonna try it tonight. I haven't used that yet. I, I'm pretty sure it does. Um, but. I normally have Onyx download, like an offline map, so that's what oh, I normally yeah. use. Yeah. Well, I didn't realize this camp was so much further south yeah. than our other camp. Yeah. So I didn't have it downloaded. I made sure it was updated and downloaded, and then I, I get here, I'm like, oh, shit, we're a lot further south than I thought. So. Yeah. I'd, I've hit my, on mine, I hit the track, and I'm kind of glad it did, because there was the first on, night. On this guy, what do you have? Oh, I, you have the I've big got, one. I've got the Explorer Plus, too. And it's probably the same app, right? The Garmin Earthmate? Yeah. It is the same app? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'll show you. This, uh, that? Yep. Yeah, same one. Okay, yeah, I'm sure they use the same deal. <laughs> but, like, with that one, with the bigger one, you know, you can, if you hit track and then go to your map on there, it'll but, show you where you've walked. Oh, really? So you can actually just use it to kind of follow the same path, roughly. See, see I, have back. The, I have my map, but it's, like, not loading. It's just blank. Yeah, uh, my phone wouldn't load the map either so that's why i've been just using that one because oh just on here yeah because I, I started walking out the other night and i was like i'm pretty sure my turns where i'm supposed to turn off the trails coming up sooner or later i'm kind of looking around i did i had to pull my garmin out yeah. and look because i was like oh, okay, really? i gotta go a little farther yeah. well i'll have to test it then on my inreach mini because i don't know this little screen if it'll yeah be the same yeah i don't know but you definitely do need it because when that little bit of sun hits that mountain on the west side it just it's dark. Yeah. It's oh, dark. It's, there, you can't see. It's crazy how fast oh, it goes, just, gets dark. 
Yeah. Well, that's a gear tip. If you're if you're coming out west and you know you're going to have no service, you're going to do a hunt like this, or you're listening and you want to book this hunt next year, look into an inReach or that Zolio box for 150 bucks. Either or would be good, but so far I'm impressed with that cheaper unit. I, when Eric bought, told me he bought it, I was like, I don't know, man. You're cheaping yeah. out. And then I looked up some, uh, I think Go Hunt had a YouTube video review where they kind of compared the two, and they were impressed with it. And I think Aaron Snyder from Kafaru did a review on it also. I watched a few videos on it, and I remember yeah, being like, possible. I might buy one just to buy one. That way we have the in reach, and then my wife does a lot of like backpacking, like hiking mm-hmm. trips and stuff. You take that, and I'll just keep my in reach mini. And I don't know. I don't regret the purchase. Oh, okay. How much was the big uh, in reach? Four fifty. Yeah. Oh, that's not bad. No, yeah, four fifty. Like Seven hundred. No, it's like a hundred dollars no. more than the mini. Oh, fuck! I would have bought that knowing if I knew it was just a hundred. There's more. there's another one like that that I think can do pictures, and it's way more advanced than that one. It's still an in reach. Uh huh. And that one's like seven hundred bucks. I can't remember the name of it though. <sighs> that's the one I was looking. So what I did last year, I was going to I was going to just use like Clint Cat because I shared this with. Austin and Ross and some of the other guys in camp because they didn't have one, which was fine. Um, but I was going to use Clint's. So I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to need it if I do all these hunts. So I went yeah. and bought one. But then I went to. Um, I didn't want. I was scared to order one online and have it ship late and then not have it for the hunt. So I went to like a field and stream, and they had this, that one, and then the expensive one. So I thought that was the only two oh, they had yeah. because they didn't have the middle one. So yeah. I'm like, well, fuck for. I, I'm telling you, that was probably the best 450 bucks I spent because I've used that quite a bit. Oh yeah, you know, yeah. It, you got a wife and kids at home, you can at least check in. I mean, not like you could do much if there was something going on, but you know, you know about it. Yeah, you could know, and at least they know you're everything's still good. And yeah, you're reachable. That I mean, I honestly, it might not seem that significant. That's like a pretty good gear tip for if you're going to do western hunts. You know, it's that's how uh, Jeremy from Buckstorm we were in Colorado a couple of years ago doing an elk hunt and I didn't even know what one of these was until I went on that hunt with them guys. His daughter broke her arm and that hits how he found out and we had to oh, hike really? up on top of a mountain to get service and had to call in and shit. But yeah, I mean that's a perfect example. Hopefully nothing like that ever happens to anyone. But yeah. You find out great news too. You find out great news too, yeah. 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 I mean hey I killed a bear. Yeah. Like yeah. if you, the magazine that was or the Peterson's article, I think Clint ended up putting, well, he did, a picture of me in reach messaging his in reach saying bear down. And yep. like that picture of him holding the in reach is in the, yeah. in the magazine. Yeah, that's so. the only way you communicate. I mean, it's sometimes when we go out, we don't see each other for 10 hours. And yeah. That's the only way to reach each other. And, yep. you know, that's why I did. Like, Devin Leonard's coming to camp tonight. You, does any of the guys need anything? You guys need anything? Mm-hmm. Send them an in reach message back. It, it Bluetooth to your phone. So you type your message on your phone. And then it sends back through the inReach. By the way, this is not sponsored by Garmin. Yeah, I mean, it won't no. take a sponsor if they want to give us free shit. But, um, but other other than that Zolio box, I think they had the market cornered. Unless there's just a whole library of satellite communicators, I'm sure there is. No, but the thing with them, though, man, they've got. If you look at their website and everything, all the different stuff they've got. I mean, you could have a GPS unit for an ATV to disappear in the mountains and still be able to figure out how to get around. I mean, yeah. 
I, I got lost on what I was looking at. I was like, ah, I was like, this one looks good. I was like, I think I'll, I'll go with just a regular in reach. I'm like, all the other stuff I think is a little past past my skill level. It's probably all for guys that like Trey and live that live out here. You know what I mean? I because I, I asked them. She said something about having a satellite phone. I asked her yesterday. Yesterday, I'm like, you have one that you can call. I figured they had like a legit, yeah, like one that had like a two stroke engine you had to fire <laughs> up to get. Yeah, <laughs> but she's like, now nah, we just have the the in reach mini. But I'm sure. I'm sure they have like legitimate, like you can make phone calls. Yeah. I well, I, that money, kind of but. surprises me that like they don't have like an actual sat phone, you know? Yeah. But hey, if they can get away with it with just the garments and everything, yeah. then I like, think they're accustomed to the lifestyle. Yeah. Oh yeah, the cowboys for sure. They're cowboys. Oh yeah. Hey guys, want to take a break to talk about victory archery? Uh, I am shooting the Rip TKO arrows this year. Eric, you're shooting the, the extortions. What are you shooting? Rip TKOs. TKOs. I think everybody's shooting. No, I think uh, Doug and uh, Doug, my bad. Austin Ross are shooting the VAP SSs. Are they? Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they For are. Their For their moose trip. Yep. yep. They're just shooting the 75 insert, outsert, whatever you want to call it. I'm shooting that, too. I think my I'm, my arrow's about 450 grains. I love it. Should be right in that range also. Yeah. I don't think Nate kind of talked to me. He's like, just stick with your Rip TKOs. I was going to switch just for the shit of it, but, right. I, but I'm not going to. I was going to do the same, but. He's a very convincing guy. He knows his shit, so. <laughs> he knows his arrows, I hope. <laughs> yeah. No. And he loves those TKOs. So. Yeah. I'm, uh, so I love them, too. I'm confident in them. I feel good about them, and they fly great. Yep. Podcast is also brought to you by Thermoseat. Uh, Thermoseat is a kick-ass company. It's like an all-American company. It sort of has that Americana tradition. Been and, around and forever. Honey. Been around. The American dream type company. Yep. Good, good people. Um, heavy Boston type accents in that company. Love family it. owned. Yeah, family owned. Uh, keep keep your butt warm. Keep your butt dry, especially like with the wedge during turkey season. Oh yeah, or running time. and gunning of any time of any type. Or if you get the uh, the tr- traditional series with the working class logo on it, um, or you know you, you get those squirrels that chew up your seats. And oh you're yeah, sitting there on expanded metal. Yeah, not a lot of fun when you're trying to sit all day, especially when it's cold. Well, you get a twelve dollar. Seat that keeps your butt warm and you're not sitting on expanded. Like if you're comfortable, you sit longer. Right, absolutely. Sit, sitting longer means yeah. You say success. that now and then uh, you go sit all day and you scroll to your seat. I bet you pay a hundred bucks for that seat right when you're sitting, <laughs> oh, yeah. you're sitting in the stand right now. <laughs> you for sure would. You for sure would keep your ass warm. We need to. Uh, I don't know if this would be legal, but it's funny to think about. Uh, Thermoseat needs to put some sort of like squirrel poison inside their seat. <laughs> I don't think that's legal. I would use it though. Hey, listen, fuck it. <laughs> Thermoseat. Fuck you, it. You come out and there's just like fourteen fuck. dead squirrels underneath your tree yeah. stand. Thermoseat keeps your butt warm. Kills. Squirrel. Just a, I just put it as thermosy and then hashtag fuck, fuck squirrels or something <laughs> on the seat. <laughs> Thanks for being a partner, thermosy. <laughs> Can we use that? <laughs> this year we're rocking Huntworth camo. Uh, right. We walked in, rocked it on our bear hunt. I really like it. I uh, didn't get any pictures of me and Huntworth because I was too busy taking pictures of Eric and his Huntworth. It looks so good. It, dude. <laughs> it looks so good in that camo. I mean, goddamn, hard to argue with. <laughs> That's right. Ho- the horses loved it. Uh, no, they had some awesome camo patterns. <laughs> it's super affordable and it's awesome shit. Like it's it, durable as shit. It's good. I had no complaints. Uh, complaints. Just go with it here. I don't, I'm an idiot. Um, <laughs> it's late. Just roll with it. It's late. Yeah, we're tired. Um, no, I really love this Huntworth camo. You can get it really any farm implement store that yep. sells hunting gear. Actually, um, mostly known for their gloves, but they've kind of like 
revamped everything. I've came out with a killer lineup of clothing. Um, I wore that hoodie with the built-in face mask and the hood. Awesome. Yep. And it has like two zippers in the front pocket. In the hood. In the hood. In the hood. I I wore that thing in the entire camp. Yep. It was awesome. It is covered in sap from hanging tree stands <laughs> out in Wyoming. I, no just, I wore it anyway. Like it's just that's that good. I, I put the durability like to the test too because I tripped over a log. I think I rolled halfway down the mountain. Not a single rip in it. <laughs> Not a single rip. Well, <laughs> look at that. <laughs> if, if you've ever been out west in cheap camo or like cheap pants, more specifically, and you've been rubbed raw on oh, yeah. your legs from shitty clothing, yeah, come talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> I've been there. I've been Point there. The hat. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a. Uh, oh yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to name anybody, but the last camel that we talked about that we wore, fuck those pants. They suck. <laughs> Huntworth is where it's at. <laughs> I can't tell if these companies are going to like our plugs for their product, but it's true. Hey. Like, we're being honest. Hey, it is what it is. So, like it or don't, I don't know. We're being real. Uh, the podcast also brought to you by Loophole Optics. Uh, I feel naked whenever I don't have. I rock Loophole ten by forty twos. Um, I think you should check them out. That's like the good Midwestern yep. optic size. Um, check them out. We're shooting the or shooting using the BX fives, uh, but I've used the threes, and they're all awesome. Get, yep. get get what you can for your budget, and we don't think you'll regret it. You like it, you like it. Uh, you love what you see, and also slick trick broadheads like that. I I like the Raptor tricks. I love do Raptor tricks. Yep. I'm normally a fixed blade guy. I consider myself a fixed blade dude at heart. But I've been liking those electric raptor tricks. I've been a mechanical guy my whole life. So, what's that? I've been a mechanical guy my whole life. Have you? My whole life. Wow. So raptor tricks. <laughs> what's up? <laughs> hey, would you get a raptor trick tattoo? Well, we can talk some money here or what? Just do it. <laughs> you, I was gonna say you've been a mechanical fun. guy your whole life. Funny, but <laughs> I'll get a I'll get a raptor trick tattoo. Well, I don't have any tattoos yet, but. That'll be your first one. Get it on your leg. I'll get it on my arm so it opens up. Oh, that'll be cool. <laughs> like, they call that the ditch. <laughs> the inside of your elbow. I call that the raptor. Your inner elbow. <laughs> you on the inside of your knee. <laughs> that suck. Anyway, yeah, Slick Trick. Hey, uh, sorry, everyone that sponsors us in these, like, raunchy ads that we do. Nah, but, hey, dude, they're great. What do you want? What do you want from us? Buy, our, buy, it, buy the stuff. <laughs> <laughs> buy it. It's good. Just go buy it. You'll like it. Back to the You'll episode. Thanks, guys. <laughs> I mean, if we can just, like, talk about, like, how, like, the lifestyle, like, they live. Like, they're they're waking up. They're getting horses ready. Mm-hmm. I mean, they haven't even had breakfast yet. They're getting horses ready yep. for us. And, and then we eat. We go set bait. I mean, these guys are working yeah, all day, all night. You can't us. be lazy here for sure. Get by. No, no. That's what we were talking with Trey yesterday, and he's just like uh, we we're talking about how everywhere is hiring right now because nobody wants to work or whatever it is. And uh, he's like, "Yeah, Wyoming doesn't really do well for people who don't like to work." Yeah, you know, it's not a spot you come to be lazy. Yeah, I mean, unless you got like you live outside of Jackson, have a five million dollar home, and you're just there three months. I mean, that's different. But well, you look around out here, and everything's a ranch. Mm-hmm. You know, like driving in first, you know, like first thing I noticed is just the thousands of miles of fence. I was like, holy <laughs> cow. I was like, somebody, I think about uh, that every time I'm out. West. I, I was like, man, I'm like, that would be a, 
a job for somebody. And it's just like go rock. Around. Where the fence oh, yeah. are in, it's rock. I'm like, they have to have a tool. I'm like, on the front of a skid steer or something. What, what did Kelby say? Because that's uh, what he does. Yeah, Kelby got... and uh, Drew, they, they do fencing for... Oh, they do? That, yeah. That's like their main occupation. I thought he said oh, they no, had dude. something like, like a skid steer that kind of punches like a hole first. Yeah. Uh, and then they have to. drive the post in. Is there concrete in there or they just drive it in the, in the dirt? I think they just it, drive it, it, it in. It just depends. See, they said they, you know they do wood posts and then T posts. It just depends on the style. Oh, no kid, I didn't know that's what they did. I thought I thought uh, he well, got. Well, they it. have multiple occupations. They're, yeah, they're everything. They're, they're true. They're it should their job title is Western. Oh yeah, yeah. they're real <laughs> yeah definitely. Western. They it's. I mean, I feel so. I feel like a bitch every time <laughs> I'm out here, man. Honestly, but it's like a good. It's good for you to feel that way a little bit. Like we talked about it last night. It's like, man, it's funny how. You just feel almost worthless yeah. when you come out. Like, <laughs> I mean, things we complain about in everyday life, like stuff like getting stopped by a train yeah, like right. uh, on the way to work. Yeah. That's, I mean, some of these roads you can only go five miles per hour. On. This road we're off of, I mean, yeah. we're 38 miles, like legitimately, we're 38 miles in the backcountry right now. Yeah, I didn't you keep know? track when we drove in, but I just know it. It, it took a while, and I was like, man, I don't know if my truck's going to make it in here and out. Yeah, well, Liv picked us up from Jackson Airport the other day, and we're driving back in here, and it's dark. So, like, you have no perception of, like, how deep you're going. And I'm like, I feel like we're – I took an hour or something like that, maybe a little more on this two, road. It, I, yeah, I thought – yeah, I think it was, like, two. Well, it's, it felt well, like forever. Well, we followed Brandon. He drives a little slower. He's yeah. like – he goes, those guys beat the crap out of their trucks. He oh, goes, yeah. I, I don't. So yeah. Liv was rally trucking over <laughs> oh, everything. Yeah. She's like, sorry, I'm just over this road, so I just drive fast over yeah. everything. Yeah. I took the big rig home last night from the trail, and uh, with all the horses and all that, I'm like, man – I'm every hole. I'm just <laughs> yeah. creeping. You feel them, bad for the horses in the trailer. I know, but them guys are just. Yeah. I'm like, wow. Oh, man. Trey flies, oh, man. Yeah. That horse trailer, everything. He just zips down the road, gets where he's going. Yeah, I mean, them, are, them are true tools of the West, the mm-hmm. horses, man. I'll, I'll tell you this that well, this will get brought back up on another camp podcast yeah. to do because um, Eric's out here, you know, riding and all that. And he's whatever. He don't give it. Eric don't really give a shit about a whole lot. And mm-hmm. I was. My motto last year was fuck horses. And I would say I'm, right now, my attitude is like 60% fuck horses. Mm, and yeah. I'm, I'm 40%, I love horses. So it's gotten better. That's good. It's, you know? They've got, they've got their place. Like it's t- it, The trip is young for us. Yeah. Oh. So what are you guys at on, on the fuck horses scale? Well, my horse experience was about four tickies, four tickets at a county fair. But then <laughs> I came out here, and I, I am absolutely blown away. Like, like first... We went to Three Forks. We you went there with us yesterday. That was yeah. our first ride in. I said, "Nope, this horse can't do this." The steep shit. Yeah. yeah. I was like, "I, what are we doing?" And psh, psh, I was like, "This is the most craziest." And I was like, "I didn't even care." I was like, "This is the best moment of my life mm-hmm. for just being on these horses and yeah. all this." Like, so you're 100 percent love horses. I, I'm, I'm a, I'm a horse guy now. Oh damn. Yeah, I might get a stable back home and <laughs> settle. <laughs> just ride them around up hills. Go. I mean. Hell, if you could figure it out and you get I'm, a good horse deer hunting on them, oh, you'd probably figure I'm, out some shit. I'm bringing this back west. I'm in east. <laughs> Are you gonna? I'm, <laughs> You're a horse guy, huh? Uh, yeah, you know, you know, <laughs> Michigan. You know, travel a hundred yards to my stand. I'm a horseback <laughs> right in flat. Clippity clop your way in there. Hop y- off. Yep. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I, I don't know if I need a horse, but I'm actually. <laughs> I, I'm surprised. I liked them. And I've had as much fun riding them around as I did. Yeah. You know, so where are you at on your scale? Uh, 
I like them out here. I don't think I. I still don't want one at home. At home, they just seem like more of an expense. Yeah, oh, like yeah. everyone that I know that has horses at home. I, I, you never hear about them riding them. No, They're no, like, they sit in a stable half the time. Yeah, and they you know, like if, buy if, food for them. That's it. If you're gonna have a horse and you lived out here, hundred percent. Like oh. if I if I lived out here, hell yeah, I'd have horses. Mm-hmm. But like back at home, you know, Indiana's pretty damn flat. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't you know, do them justice. To no. be honest, no. back home. But don't get me wrong. I mean, if you guys have horses, I mean, that's if that's your thing. <laughs> yeah, they always say stay away from horse girls. Is that you, you ever heard that saying? Uh, I did. I grew up in a small farming community. Yeah. So. Was that the motto in your area? Stay away from horse girls. Well, they usually can beat me up. That's the rot yeah. problem. Right. So, <laughs> what, I, I never heard that until I got a little older. Like, you know, started traveling for work, dating, or t- traveling with farm kids. I've dated like country girls. You know, they're like, man, horse girls are crazy. So it's kind of just a joke. I don't, I don't, I don't fully believe that. Never dated a horse. Yeah, I don't chick. know. It could be true. You never know. Yeah. It'd be crazy good. Maybe. Maybe. So she comes in with a saddle and wants to put on you, you know. Yeah. Hey, whatever you're into, you know, we're not here to judge. Yeah, you can't kink shame anymore. It's yeah, like, it's yeah. 2021. Yeah, we got to be more aware. We got to be more woke about this type yeah. of thing. Yeah, <laughs> woke about horses. Well, that took a turn. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. This is the first podcast you guys have ever done. I'm assuming. Yep. Correct. It's a cool place to do it. It is amazing. Definitely. Well, we were sitting in camp, and I was like, man, let's. Let's bang on a quick podcast and test out our new equipment and and all that. So, no, I appreciate you guys, appreciate you guys booking the hunt and coming yeah. out. And I appreciate you offering it to us because this was like a really stepping stone, you know, to get us out here. Okay, I don't want to close this out. I do want to talk about this a okay. bit because we talked about you guys both had the same and I had the same situation and this and I didn't mean to cut you off. I'm oh, sorry, fine. but talking about how it's hard to get anyone to go out and do this type of stuff. That's what I want to get to from. What you were saying, so I apologize for cutting you no, off. no, no, it's your show. You can run it any way you want. <laughs> no, I try not to be an asshole. I mean, if you want to save it for another time, no, let's run it. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I, I just think it's like it's an initial step to get out here, mm-hmm. and now I'm out here. It's like it's different than I thought it was to be, but it, I was like, I what took me to get out here, and it was actually. But then, like, I don't know anybody that was going to be out here, but it's, like, somebody I could have new, mutual feelings yeah, with. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was telling people I was going out west to hunt bear, and they said, oh, that's that's cool. Then I told them I was going out west driving with somebody I never met in my life. They said, that's the crazy part. I said, yeah. how is that the crazy part? Right. Yeah, I'm I mean, going to hunt bears with a bow. I'm going with somebody that has mutual feeling as me. Yeah. I, I don't know him in real life, but he seems like a good person. And that, yeah. That's what has to be done there's got to be a step to get you guys out here and i think that people need to just get out of their comfort zone and just if you don't have no one i mean just reach out or yeah or just go I book mean, it anyway yeah just yeah. book it i mean you'll meet if you, it's a camp like this you'll meet other guys like us and yeah. then and i'm glad i met these guys i mean oh yeah i mean yeah we already talking about other trips and stuff and that what we want to do and you know yeah and, yeah joe and i are kind of sitting there going back and forth like well maybe we want to try to do a cat hunt next year yeah. come back for a bear if we don't get one this year or something yeah so. I mean, yeah no that's awesome man i mean that's what it's about because i mean we're all cut from the same cloth but i mean i, I know what you guys are saying like you know you want to do this I guess more adventure type stuff, especially for being Midwestern guys, it seems crazy and mm-hmm. it's, it almost seems out of reach. Yeah, like mm-hmm. like ah, you can't do it, but it is, it is attainable. Yeah, and you can just hit us if you want to do this hunt. Hit us up, working class bow hunter at Gmail, or get a hold of Trey and live directly, and and I'll link 
all these episodes will have all their information linked in. But you can literally just email us or message us on Instagram. And I think that's how you guys did it. Did yeah. you message I, me on I Instagram? You, I think you made a post and yeah. I think I sent you back. I'm like, I don't, I don't really care price or anything. Just sign me up. Yeah. I wanted yeah. to do it. So, yeah. I mean, don't let the price fool you. I it's mean, it's not that bad of a price. It, no. no. But, like, once you get out here, like, and you look at all the work that has to be done, I mean, the hours of them scouting, hours of them being. This, this is cheaper than a lot of Canadian bear hunts. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, I, I was just at first, you know, when I was younger, I was looking at it, I was like, wow, that's a lot of money. Now mm-hmm. I look at it, I'm like, that's not that bad for the yeah. work that's, that they do. Just and don't buy energy drinks for a year. There's your hunt. Uh, yeah. yeah, for sure. I <laughs> you know mean, what I mean? Yeah, just pack your lunch. Yeah. If you pack your lunch, I mean. I mean yeah, it's it's very fair for the adventure you get, the experience you get. I mean, if you've been thinking about doing it, you got to just make the yeah, jump. I mean, I think you just stop telling yourself next year. Don't don't say that anymore. That's a problem. Don't say, oh, I'll do it next year. No, yeah. do it now. Yep, that's a big problem, I think. And it's easy. Like, I'm guilty. Everybody's guilty. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, that's what my problem was, too. Yeah. Well, you know, we should, you know, if you guys want to throw out, like, your Instagram handles or whatever, if someone is like, hey, I'd like to go with those guys, because I'm assuming that we'll be back for this camp next year, but I'm, I'm, I got an elk hunt planned out here next September, so I might save a week of vacation to do, like, two weeks or something in the fall. But this camp will be here, and oh, I'm sure... Yeah. I don't know if you guys I, are going to come back, but I plan on probably coming back out bear or not this year. I don't, I, it's yeah. just the experience. I think that was worth my money in general. Just yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, honestly, it, it says a lot. I mean, it's what it's about. Oh yeah. You know, it, anybody that hunts knows that a bear's never, any hunt is not guaranteed, you Correct. know, but it can happen, can happen tonight. Yeah. It's like yeah. Andy, you know, the weather changed halfway through and he sounds like he shot a giant. Yeah. And they're going, they're recovering it as we podcast right now. So, I mean, it could happen any minute. Mm-hmm. Just like a big buck at home. You go yeah. from seeing nothing to having a 180-inch deer right there if you're lucky enough, you know. it's. But, yeah, I, I think sometimes you just got to make the jump. But, but if you're listening and you're interested in doing this hunt, just hit us up. Hit one of you guys up. I mean, like, and you reach out to Trey. He's mm-hmm. amazing. I mean, he'll he'll, you know, he'll walk you through stuff, and he'll, like, if you're not comfortable with something, he's not going to force you to do it out here. Yeah. If you don't want to yeah. ride horses at all, he's not going to make you, you ride horses. You don't have to, no. A horse. You know, if you don't want to go, you just want to be here, that, that's the best thing about you. It gives you options and comfortability, yeah. and it's just the whole experience. It's just- well, that and, like, that's a good point, too, because if it's your first trip out west, like, they're used to that. They actually like bringing people out. Like, they like having yeah. Midwestern people out or people that's never Eastern, East Coast people or whatever. Um but it's a good way to like, kind of get you get you to push like jump the cliff a little bit because you have good guides that you can trust and that are down to earth and you can talk to mm-hmm. and you don't have to feel like, ah oh, man I'm scared of horses like I was scared of death of horses yesterday or last year and I just talked to them like yeah we'll get you a good horse get you comfortable and then you'll be good yeah what am I hearing oh it's, horses uh, kicking it's Brandon he's doing working on the horse trailer oh. right now oh but yeah I mean. The, like a trip like this could be the jump you need to be like, oh, this is super attainable. Like I'm going to go on an elk hunt now that right. I've always wanted to do, but was always scared to do it. Or I'm going to go on that mule deer hunt yeah. I always wanted to go on. And start applying. You, it, it, a lot of these rich units, you know, it takes a couple of years and, yep. and you kick yourself in the butt. Cause I know I'm not getting any younger. Yeah. And some of these, you know, these units, you know, take six years, seven years to get a decent. Yeah, I think tag. Wyoming points open July 1st. I, July yeah, 1st, July like to November. 
I think. Because I remember I, I bought my mule deer point last year. 50 in, bucks. In the stand. I, I already oh, bought, I've already bought the elk. And I was actually, I was hunting. I obviously wasn't seeing anything. I started thinking, I was like, man, I don't know why I didn't just buy the mule deer tag too, or the point too. Yeah, so yeah. I logged back on and bought that too. So yeah. I wish I would have started doing it when I was younger. Mm-hmm. I know, know. I know. Well, and that, what's cool about Wyoming is it's 50 bucks to get a point and that builds your points for the lottery. So when you want to draw and different units have different point requirements, we'll dive into that on a later episode, but you know. It's 50 bucks. You have from July 1st to November-ish to get your yeah. points. So you can go in. You can, okay, if you don't, say you want to do four four species, you know, it's 200 bucks. Right. You don't have to drop 200 bucks right there. You can do 50 bucks for one point in July, you know, do your elk or your mule deer point. Then the next month, budget 50 to get your next point. And then you could do it each month, yeah. so you don't have to do it all at one time. You have that whole window. And then the, then you have time, you know. You know, you know. You talk to some of these guides or just look at the units and go, all right, this one's for, let's say, four, for example. you got four years to plan that hunt now. Yep, yep. But you need you need to start doing it now. And what you could always do, if you want to come to Double Diamond, call Trey. Yeah. Hey, I want to hunt this. This is what my goals are. And that's what he does. He's more than willing. Oh. Okay, well, here, if you want to do this, you want to draw an elk tag next year, um, have this many points. We can get you a tag, and then you know what I mean. They're, that's what they're here for, right? Yeah. So, well, we're gonna do some deep dive episodes on that here in the future to help people understand it. Because honestly, it took me a long time, and I don't even fully understand the point it, systems. Different states are different mm. too. Because man, they're and like, the jargon I, on the website is the fucking worst. I was trying to get on different states to mm. buy points or apply or whatever, and half of them I couldn't figure anything out, and I just. Said the hell with it and it gave up. Yeah. Yeah. So I just like Wyoming's website's easy. Wyoming's you know, really good. It, it's very simple to do. You you can very easily get to where you buy your preference points and get them paid for and yep. this and that. Colorado's <laughs> pretty good now too. See, I couldn't figure out their damn website last year. Well, they, they haven't now. The you have to enter like the they changed it where you can buy points only now, and I think it's ten bucks a species. But you have to like the point code. Enter the point code, and then you have to add it to cart. It's just. It's not very efficient the way they have the no. website. So yeah. It should just be fucking laid out. Yeah. Point, add point to cart. Add this point to cart. It's 10 bucks. There it is. Done. Yeah. Yeah. It. Make it easier because I was cussing and screaming. I was like, ah, fuck it. I'm done. So part of it is good that it's hard because then a lot of people don't figure it out. So then if you do figure it out, you get your points and then yeah. less people do it. But then also it's like, hey, listen, Colorado or listen, whatever state, I'm trying to give you money. Yeah. Can you just make it easy so I can give you my money? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, is my money not green enough? Yeah. It's like, nope. No, we don't need yours. Yeah. Yeah. We, we need, don't We don't like your kind around here. Yeah. We don't want the flatland kind. Yeah. But we don't want you dying on our mountains. <laughs> yeah. You're too tall to be out here. Yeah. 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 Here we go. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm struggling to get on a horse and Trey had to like yeah. find a rock. <laughs> yeah. Get, get your horse up next to that rock. There you go. Hop on there. So it's like, man, that's really turn around to kick kick my own ass on that one but yeah i i've noticed you know i've got that pack that i've been strapping my bow and everything in and i, I tell you that's one thing i it works great but to get onto a horse with it yeah not so much yeah you know i can get on my horse usually no problem but i thought brandon was gonna have to lift me up the other day i couldn't get my freaking i got my leg in i couldn't get my fat ass up over it you know <laughs> with the pack and everything on my yeah. back and my bow and all my gear and I was yeah. like, yeah, I maybe should have brought so, or figured out something a little different to use. Right, right. So, but at least I know for next year if I come back. So. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, now it's just like you've done it, so it's not a big deal to come back. Yeah, and- it's breaking the ice really well. Um, I think I'll definitely come back, and I'm kind of 
mad that some other states I haven't applied for, I always looked at, and now I'm yeah. just like... It kind of opens up to, like, you realize what's there and yeah. what you can just go get. It's there. You just yeah. got to go get it. Yeah. It's, it's, it's good, but... No, I'm, I'm glad to meet you guys in person. I appreciate you guys' support of the podcast and, and booking this hunt to hang out with us. And um, time. Hopefully we get two two bears down for you guys tonight. And we got two nights left of hunting, and then you guys are scooting. Two or one? Friday night. So tonight. Tonight, and then I think we leave tomorrow. I think you guys can hunt tomorrow night. Yeah, Trey was talking about if, but I don't know. Uh, okay. Yeah, we'll find out. I'm yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah, I'd say if you can, might as well. Yeah, yeah, might as well. So, well, awesome. Well, we'll boys. get it done tonight. We'll just get it done tonight. That's what I'm hoping. See, that's what we need. We <laughs> yeah. need that confidence. Just right over that ridge. There's. Yeah. Do you guys want to throw out your Instagram handles in case anybody wants to message you about if you guys are going to come back or whatever? Just in case we don't, I'm sure we will. But just in case. Yeah. Uh, or if they have questions, they just want to message. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure my my <laughs> name is Joe Davis, but I think it's Reaper Outdoorsman. That's okay. my. But there's an underscore. You still got the Bushlight uh, Christmas sweater profile picture? Yeah, that's mine. <laughs> I didn't know if you still had that up or not. Yeah, I, I took a break from Instagram for a little bit, you know, but yeah. I'm just kind of coming back and do it. But Instagram's all right. Facebook's the devil. Yeah, I've, I've never I've never done Facebook, but mine, if I re- God, no, I'm going to have to remember. I'm pretty sure it's just my name. It's just Dustin underscore Hain. Okay. So, yeah. I know more people by their Instagram names than I do their actual yeah. names, just from messages and stuff. So yeah. that sounds right. So um, if yeah. you see a ugly guy in a bush light sweater, orange sweater, and a tree stand, <laughs> that's me. You can message me. <laughs> I don't know a lot, you know. But, but you're here. But that's I'm here. the thing, you know. It was but, funny because I, I didn't know you followed me on Instagram. And when I got the list of names, I looked yours up and yours popped up and I saw that picture and I started laughing. I was like, yeah, this guy, I'm going to get along with him. <laughs> bush light shirt. I was like, yep. I should have done that when I made, like, the trip email, because I tried to email everybody all in one email so we could mm-hmm. all talk. I should have put everybody's Instagram handle yeah. next to it. That's a a good idea for next year's, next year's camp. But, well, cool. Well, I'm going to – we got our fancy new mobile recorder here out in the mountains. So, uh, appreciate you guys' support. And kill some bears tonight. And then thank you, everyone, for listening. And you know what to do. Go shoot your bow. We love you. that fancy outro. Cooper, and you're listening to HuntStand's Make Your Mark podcast on the Waypoint Podcast Network. Stick around as I bring you more stories and interviews from veteran hunters and industry professionals who inspire us all to be better equipped in the woods and in life.